you're now live 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 in the mix with your dj oh shit oh shit oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god It's okay, girl, to be impatient Cause I know you've been waiting You just feel with a lot of frustration But I know you're okay Gotta stay focused, on let temptations Get back in the way Of happiness, babe Working overtime, girl You know you looking fine But you ain't gotta cry, girl You're beautiful inside Ah, oh, shit! Ah, oh, 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 shit! You know you the prize Yes, you know, yes, you know, yes, you It's okay, girl, to be impatient Cause I know you've been waiting You just feel with a lot of frustration But I know you're okay Gotta stay focused, don't let temptation You're now live, you're now live You're, you're, you're now live in the mix with your DJ Come through, now you know I need Michael Jackson, how I beat it Confident, but not conceited Open up and let me eat it You don't want nobody that's gonna take your love for granted Fell in love once and it works, so you panic Life got tough, but you're strong, so you manage And your love is automatic, so these niggas take advantage Yeah, these niggas take advantage of you I'm the only nigga that can really brighten your mood Teach you things that you ain't never learned in school I'm just tired of these niggas that be hurting you don't worry, baby, I'll pay the bills, nigga I don't cheat cause I care how she feel, nigga oh. It's okay, girl, to be impatient Cause I know you've been waiting You just feel with a lot of frustration But I know you're okay Gotta stay focused, don't let temptations Get back in the way Of happiness, babe You're now live. You're, you're now live in the mix with me, your girl, DJ. Every time you hit me, I be on what you want. You the only one to get me out of bed in the morning. So what you want? No. Ain't dealing with that drama on this side. Hey, you won't be dealing with that drama on this side. Ain't dealing with that drama on this side. Ain't dealing with no drama. I've been on the treadmill, just running up commas I'm feeling like a math teacher dealing with these numbers Cause you been in Miami for the last three summers I'm trying to see what's up with you I knew I shouldn't have never f***ed with you I fell in love with that now I'm stuck with you But I fell in love with the money, now I'm comfortable oh, 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 oh my god! So if I let you come on this side You won't never get the Swiss sides Every around me, they on boss, ain't got a Riding, talking down, I blew they budget down to ten times I remember everybody jumped the ship, they thought it capsized Now anybody making U-turns gonna get baptized You're now live, you're, you're, you're now live in the mix with your DJ Every time you hit me, I be on what you want You the only one to get me out of bed in the morning So what you want to know Ain't dealing with that drama on this side Hey, you won't be dealing with that drummer on this side. Wait. 
all it's you And at the end of it all it's you And at the end it's you At the end of it all it's you At the end of it all it's you It's you Arriba DJ Arriba DJ For how I see it When I finally realized couldn't believe it My throat, my stomach hollow I had a notion that things were fishy But everything was fine, so why be pissy? But when you wasn't seeing me nights, you get it in That's when the soup and the shit, it would begin And at the end of it all, it's you And at the end, it's you At the end of it all, you're, 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 you're now live in the mix with your DJ At the end of it all, it's you It's you, it's you End of it all, looking for how I see it. When I finally realized, couldn't believe it. I couldn't even swallow. Had a lump in my throat, my stomach hollow. I had a notion that things were fishy, but everything was fine, so why be pissy? But when you wasn't seeing me nights, you get it in. That's when the soup and the shit it would begin. Where you at? Where you going? That's what I get when I pick up the phone. Not a hello or. You're now live. You're now live. You're 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 now live in the mix with your DJ. I'm also curious about how you conceptualize this project around yeah. hip-hop emotions and sexuality because mm-hmm. I think to me it's kind of a symbiotic relationship. Like, 100%. It's incredible. It's a. It's very much intertwined. You know, hip-hop, the expression of anger, the expression of fear, the expression of love or lust or even sexuality um, is really expressed through lyric, through word, through Feet. And I think that what I'm curious about with you in this project is kind of like, if you got everything that you wanted and you're kind of like sitting back in, you know, the, the editing room and you're looking at what happened, what would be your, your intention? What would you want to see? Yeah, I know for me, my biggest intentions were for A, to discuss something that I feel like in recent years because of social media and because of, you know, you know, my generation and, and people that are really into talking about these things, I think it's a broader conversation that's being had, but I wanted to discuss it a bit more exactly. Um, just because, you know, with the conversations people have about sexuality and emotions to like our, to our people, at least from what I've seen, uh, great conversations, but it, it's, it could be a bit more in regards to like the family dynamic, the friends dynamic, you know, generations long things. And I was like, I've rarely seen a conversation be centered to hip hop in particular. I've seen people talk about it and it's always been mentioned throughout the years, right? We could go back to the the 90s in particular when we had activists protest hip hop music and 
try to, you know, limit its rights and its output to the world. But I felt like it was completely different to have it now, especially because it goes beyond just the lyrics, right? It's about the representation. It's about, you know, whether or not folks really understand the various levels that these artists are going through with expressing themselves musically or with their brand. Um, the fact that there's still a lot of uh, non-understanding of, hey, like nowadays women, well, always, always been the case because they always should have had that, but nowadays women absolutely have the right and love the ability to express themselves in any way possible. And they should without having to be questioned or be held to the standard of, oh, you know, you could be somebody's mother or, or wife. Like, why are you doing that? And it's like, guys, why are we having this conversation when we've seen our brothers do that easily, right? Like going yeah, back to LL Cool J. era of women owning their sexuality mm -hmm. and kind of embracing it and using it as a means of power. Mm -hmm. And then now having to negotiate what that feels like, what that looks like, especially kind of like with our, stereotypical gender roles and it's you know exactly. especially in our community and communities of color exactly and that's something i really want to get into along with also when it came to the other aspects of sexuality and emotions um hip-hop along with just our community has really been undergoing a huge huge shift over the last i would say you know i'm 27 for what i've seen over the last 10 to 15 years like i jokingly tell you know, my girlfriend or my friends, like I'm an emotional boy. I'm somebody that might not outwardly show my emotions, but internally I'm a very emotional person. And that's something that I think people have acknowledged, but they still haven't accepted that, that, hey, more men, black men in particular are emotional beings. And you're seeing more of us be willing to express our emotions in music, right? Like one of my favorite musicians is Drake. Drake is I a was very gonna up Drake and see how has Drake changed the industry in your in your eyes, given yeah. the fact that, you know, he does, he really is known for wearing his emotions on his mm -hmm. And before that, seeing Kanye do that and all of these acts, certainly even while they be more emotional and show that emotional range or even somebody to, who I really enjoy, Tyler, the creator, right. one of the first few artists over this last decade or so who openly toast the line of like, hey, I can be bisexual. Like I could be into men and women. and guys like Lil Uzi Vert and Playboy Cardi who willingly dress and Young Thug who willingly dressed in all sorts of high-end fashion that in our culture for so long, people will go, hey, yo, like, what are you doing? Like, you, you looking like a woman out here dressing like that. So I think there's so many ways you could touch on it while also bringing it back to where's our progress as a, as a people with exploring sexuality, with exploring emotions? Are we understanding where these things are going? Are we continuing the hard work that plenty of people have put in in regards to breaking generational curses and understanding that, hey, like understanding pronouns are a thing. Understanding that if a man tells another man, I love you, that doesn't automatically mean that it goes to, oh, they have to be partners. And there's nothing wrong with that if that was the case, but folks actually have love for each other. And even the emotional things that women go through with each other in regards to expressing their peace and much more. So I really want to tap in with all of that because I feel like across the board, I hadn't really, me personally, I hadn't really seen that sort of conversation just across the board with that. I've seen bits and pieces, but it's always been more on the family dynamic and academically and rightfully so, but I personally just never really seen it with hip hop and music. I think you're right because I think it's something that it is, it is a thread that connects so many of us 
it's a thread that connects us by age, race, religion, globally. But it's one of those things that I also think that could be at the hip hop could be at the forefront of transforming the black community and really stretching and expanding our social norms mm -hmm. around sexuality, around femininity, around masculinity, around what is acceptable of being a, a respectable black to, you know, to be part of this community and still be welcomed to be a man and to experience emotion and sadness and depression and grief mm -hmm. and love and lust. And to, to be able to share that and express that with the community and do so in an open way where you're there's still a place for you. And yes. I think that, you know, this project can really kind of be this really amazing exploration, even just from lyrics to mm -hmm. artists, and seeing how that dynamic has evolved through the years, through the, the generations and, you know, what the future is and how hip hop can really be at the forefront of changing. Yeah, absolutely. Transforming, you know, our community for the better. What would it be like if we could be in a space where we accept gender pronouns and we accept, you know, sexual fluidity you know, what, what would that even look like? What would that be for all of us? Um, especially as, you know, avid fanatics, yeah. you know, avid, you know, people who just love these artists and, you know, they've just been with us for, through so many difficult times in our mm -hmm. lives. What would it be like to connect with them and their story in a very mm -hmm. different way? Yeah. I think that's what I'm interested in as well. And also just seeing how, we've experienced a lot of this without i'm not going to say without knowing it completely but without but without knowing it to the full extent like for example i have like a i have a sleep playlist of interviews and things i listen to every night and i listen to a lot of tupac interviews like i've always said i'm a huge fan of tupac even though i'm okay with his music but i love his interviews and he's been very influential to me as a as a creative, as a businessman. And I remember late last night, actually, I was watching one of his interviews outside of the courthouse prior to the situation he had in 94 before he got shot and sent away to prison. And there was something about his interview, him by himself at 23 years old, speaking to this crowd, facing this serious charge at the time and the way he controlled it and always expressed his emotions. And then you see it as well, like, he always had, <clears throat> excuse me, both sides. You know, there was this menacing, crazy side of him, but there was this beautiful side of him that was this poet, that was this lover that could make keep your head up. That was incredibly, incredibly smart. All at those ages of 23, 24, 25. And it's like- it's Very empowering too. Yeah, like, extremely empowering. Yeah, he wants to use his music and his voice and his message to like empower yeah. others. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, did people really understand what they were, seeing at the time, was it, was he not a potentially when it came to this public perception, not a victim of, oh, this is just another young brother who may have been smart because his mom was a Black Panthers. Like did people really understood the full extent of like, yo, like this dude is really brilliant. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's this menace inside and you can't forget that, but it was like, bruh, look at this. Like it's insane to think of, but I think it's different now because nowadays, we're able to recognize those that are the game changers that are very uh, 
revolutionary, whether it's like, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z to whoever, we're able to recognize those people more. But it's interesting to see like over the course of hip hop's lifeline, there have been plenty of people like that. But I don't know if they ever been recognized in that light until unfortunately their run was over or when they passed away that folks was realizing like, holy crap, we actually had this person with us and we didn't recognize that there was this genius <laughs> or what they was doing. Don't you think, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this to you because I'm curious as we're having this conversation, that don't you, I think when I look back at some of these artists like Tupac, like Marvin Gaye, like, you know, I, when I think of, think about hip hop and R&B in, in general, G, Kanye, of course, don't you think that part of the creativity, part of the passion, the power of who they are, actually was very much intertwined with their own personal struggles, with their own trauma, with their own loss, mm -hmm. as they were struggling to figure out who they are, their own depression, their, yes. you know, their own history. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just curious about what you think about that. I, that I agree. I, I agree. I think there was definitely a legitimate connection. And that's why for me, I think it still goes back to us, the people who watched and consumed and championed and openly criticized them because like let's say for jay-z for example on one hand you could have people who for the most part rightfully criticize jay-z when we see him make some of these you know questionable business moves or really show off his capitalism bag but at the same time for a lot of us who really listen to jay-z still realize like yo this was a former drug dealer from brooklyn who was not expected to be here like all the moves he said, I remember being eight years old, him basically teaching us uh, basic math on the blueprint, like, you know, 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, 4, and 18 weeks, 40 million more, like that sort of math, even in the business that is like, yeah, we understand the connections with the good and bad, but have we as a people still looked at these guys and these women in totality and still said, you know, this is, this is brilliant. Right. This is brilliant. Yes. And so our definition of what is brilliance and brilliance could be grit. It could be struggle. Brilliance mm -hmm. could not be perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, or just the ability, the fact that do people really understand that like spectrums exist for everybody. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like I understand sometimes based on how, you know, somebody acts and does things, you know, uh, it does have to be an either or right. Like like R. Kelly, yeah, grew up in any other black household listening to R. Kelly and dancing, but it's F. R. Kelly now, like yeah. straight up, I'm not going back and balancing back and forth. There's no separating the music from the art. But you look at, again, like the Jay-Z's and others where it's like, yeah, they might've made some mistakes or some things, not even mistakes, things that we don't agree with. But again, it's like, look what they did. Look at how much it's impacted us. Like, even if you wasn't necessarily a fan, look at what it still has done. And understanding that you can recognize both. So as a smart and hopefully logical person, you could come to the middle and recognize who this person is without being on one side or the other, without being a stand and without being a hater. And I've always been that person I felt like barring the R. Kelly's situations, <laughs> I, I'm in the middle. I can gladly take from both and put it all together and then decide how I want to move on with my life in regards to looking at that person. I think how does that then influence the way that you think about sexuality then? If that is true, what you're saying, which I, I, I can wholeheartedly agree, then how does that 
impact the way that you think about sexuality and gender roles and the role of hip hop in sexuality moving forward? I think it's about embracing the evolution. I think it's about embracing the evolution while also understanding that some people, emphasis on some, will be slower to embrace it. There's a there's another half of that that I feel as if, you know, they're being ignorant to the change. And those people, I don't think you can necessarily uh, help. But there's people that, you know, if they're stuck in their ways and this is a shell shock to them, you got to understand, like, you have to give them some time. And in my opinion, better off try to help them to get up to speed. Because, you know, because not everybody can quickly see, like, okay, this is what we're doing now. Cool. Let me get up to speed on it. Right. Like there's people today just in general that are struggling with pronouns that are struggling yeah, with a whole all of that stuff. is bumping up against our values and our identity. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I grew up, I'm Caribbean. Uh, yeah, my so is my father's family. side of the family. Yeah. Yeah. So like my whole family is Caribbean. And so gender is one of those sexuality, I think, is something that's always have been a part of our music, the way, you know, our celebrations our culture, gender is one of those new, it's like a new frontier. I think for, especially in the black community and in many communities, because it really has always been about swagger. It's always been about, you know, masculinity and the expression of masculinity. It's a game changer. Mm -hmm. It's a huge game changer. And I think uh, a huge element to it that not many people uh, understands the fact that not many people are exposed to this change. Yeah. or exposed enough to it to understand like hey you need to get up to speed yeah. so many people are quick to judge those that haven't gotten to it and it's like have you thought for again for for that particular portion of people that they haven't been exposed to it yet they haven't been in a position based upon you know their life that they can understand okay this is how certain society norms are versus somebody that we know is being straight up ignorant and they actually have known and seen it you know like and I think a lot of times people lump everybody together and it's like no 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 you can tell like again like you talk about coming from a Caribbean family my father's side of family is very Caribbean and they were extremely hard-headed and ignorant to a lot of different things but over recent years they've been very open and willing to change certain things once they were exposed to it. Oh crap, I have a family member or while wow, my longtime right. friend or while wow, my son or daughter is this and that. All right, now that I'm seeing it and I'm willing to listen, okay, now I can make it the, the attempt to change. Yeah, it's so fascinating that we are changing, our society is evolving and it, we have to hold space for people to take time and evolve as, as things are shifting, I think for all of us, right? So I think moving forward, what is it, you know, I, I have a total understanding of what the project and scope of the project is, but what, you know, in your heart, what's your number one? What is your number one priority? What is the message that you really want for anybody who's watching, you know, this series, especially this segment, like, what do you really want them to know? I want people to embrace at the end of the day, being Mm open-minded. I think it starts there. If I could get somebody like I have with other concepts of mine through foresight or in sports to open their minds a bit to where, um, hmm, I never thought of it that way. To me, that's a win because the possibilities are endless. Like I remember Oprah having a quote about that 
my folks was like, Oprah, why do you interview all of these people, including bigots and da da da? She's like, listen, if I could get in a room with somebody and I open up their mind, then that could lead down a whole bunch of stuff. And for me, I'm not the type of person that's awesome. I'm trying to save the world. I need everybody. I need the masses. If I could just get one person to be like, you know what? I never thought of it that way. When somebody usually goes like that, that change tends to come. And when that happens, then one person turns into two and two turns into three, and then it could go into an entire community. So my biggest goal is I want people to be open-minded to this and to also understand that while they're watching this and they get this heavy, heavy dose of truth and facts, you're going to feel like you're getting attacked. You're going to feel like you're getting attacked, like you're getting punched, that you're getting exposed. But this is safe. This is for you to understand what your flaws were, what mistakes you may have made when you didn't realize it. I understand that it's okay. This is for you to now understand a better yourself. I'm not here to judge. We're not in the courthouse. I'm not here to judge you. <laughs> I'm just here to put you on game and to open your eyes a bit because the same ways I had to learn things on my own because I had nobody to teach me, you no longer have to go through that because Arden and this excellent group of educators, therapists, and along with my team, we're able to bring this message to you in a way that's very easy to understand. And it connects with something that we've all enjoyed. And that comes from us, which is hip hop. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I love that. Um, because I love your passion. I feel like our, our intentions are absolutely aligned. I think the one thing that I want to know is, is there space for us to really talk about how all of this really intersects with mental health in the black community because I, I definitely want to touch on mental health too absolutely okay great because definitely in in light of you know the pandemic i think that for the first time i felt a shift in the black community in communities of color around mental health and mm -hmm. the acknowledgement that things are not okay <laughs> yeah like Absolutely. things are not okay, right? And so what does it mean to have, to be struggling with depression? What does it mean to be struggling with, you know, anxiety mm -hmm. given the uncertainty and fear and all of the things that come up? We usually don't have coping mechanisms. We've been mm. taught to just grit and bear it, push it down and just keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I just wanna know, I'm curious from the hip hop perspective, how, we have used hip hop to cope, how we have used hip hop to heal when we didn't have any other tools. Yeah. We didn't know how to reach out for support. How did we use this space to heal? Um, and I think that that's something that I would be interested in, in exploring that I think that would go really dovetail beautifully with the I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all for it too, just because I think even add to the point you said, I think over the years we've heard about mental health in our community and, and with our music and other and any other industry that we're in. But I think the difference is to go back to what you said with the shift, I think it's something where it's like, no, when people are talking about our people collectively, we know this is a thing now. Where yeah. before it's, you know, personally, you know, somebody that struggles or maybe on your social media timeline, you hear somebody talk about it or people talk about it. But on the next person timeline, it's like, I don't, I don't see none of that. Versus now, everybody, personally, online, professionally, everybody and their mothers heard people talk about the fact that, hey, my mental health needs an elevation. 
I, I have anxiety. I have depression. I'm, I'm starting to talk to the homies. I'm talking to my loved ones about this stuff. I've, I think this year alone, I've seen a, a, a high, high number, the most in my life of people personally or online say, I just started therapy. Yeah. I have friends that have taken my advice, which is I keep an audio diary on my phone, voice recording, where I do the whole, hey, what's up today, da 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 this, this time I'm here. And I've been doing that for three years to get my mental right. I grew up an only child too. So it's not like- Oh, I I'm only two. Yeah, I grew up an only <laughs> child. So I'm like, I had to find a way to talk. Yeah. Not everybody like has yourself. a chance to pick up the phone. So voice recorder. And as a kid, I used to actually write in a diary, you know? So I think it'll be a, another another uh, key thing to do because it's, 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 it's it was always legit, but now because- mental health in our community is now frontline instead of in the back. That's right. We can definitely have a talk because now mental health and all the things people are taking to better it, now it's frontline in my opinion to where all across the board, everybody knows what time it is. It's not just in some circles anymore. Everybody knows what's up. Yeah, because we're all vulnerable. You know, we're all vulnerable. Like, I don't think nobody has not been affected by this pandemic. Nobody doesn't know anybody who hasn't been affected by it, have been deeply, profoundly impacted by it personally. Um, so I think that there, I would hope that there is a space to, uh -huh. you know, share and have this really what seems to be, I mean, just alone, you know, I thank you so much for this conversation because thank you. You know, it's a vibe, but I'm just saying, like, you know, really just to be able to really unpack and expand what it means for our community to evolve sexually, to evolve in mental health um, in the future and how we can use this time, how can we use this music, how can we really um, examine where we are to get to a better place moving forward. Absolutely. And hey, like I said, this conversation was great. So when we actually do the interview, is going to be awesome. And I definitely think it can lead to uh, an extended project just because, you know, I have like another project as well that I've been working on with like, just like the history of black music where it's like, I don't just want to do stuff just because that's the moment, just because that's the it thing, you know, like I want to carry this on because these are things that whether it's frontline or not, this lives on forever. You know what I mean? Like this doesn't go away. Like it's it's here. It's it will always be here. So it's like we need to find a way to keep it going and to build off it, so that people can know where to go and like refer to it and help build it up. And I'm I'm happy to create this because for me, it's all about the fact that if I'm able to get all of these beautiful voices, including yourself and opinions, and to discuss these topics that are very necessary at this time. Mm -hmm. then I'll be a fool not to welcome that. You know, I could talk a little bit. I know a little something, something, but it's like, I <laughs> love opening up my platform to have these conversations and to have perspectives like yours and Logan's and others really tap in and discuss it. Because at the end of the day, I actually trust the experts. I actually trust the people that have studied. So I'm cool being behind the scenes, just going, okay, what we got? <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think that it's just really amazing because as somebody who is a fan, but also somebody who is a therapist, I think that it gives an amazing opportunity for that, you know, examination and just to be able to see how it feels as, as somebody who's a fan, 
but mm -hmm. also kind of what it what the larger meaning is and how we can use collectively our spaces to be able to share a really amazing message for so many people because for so we we're we have our own religions our own sports teams our own everything but this is one place where people come as they are mm -hmm. and they just allow themselves to be you know so mm -hmm. i'm just really curious about kind of continuing to have these amazing conversations thank you for real thank you so much i, I appreciate it you know for real like we're gonna we're gonna make history with this this is gonna be a lot of fun I think so too. I'm excited. Um, so are there any artists in particular that you're thinking about pulling from? Or do uh, you feel like this is kind of like a mashup of every everyone? Are you like- Yeah, I feel like right now, this is a the perfect mashup for everyone. I think right now, just starting off with me and you guys having a conversation. Um, I think again, with the possibility, the growing possibility of making this an extended project, that's when I would love to now connect and bring in different people. All right, let me get the artists and let me get other creatives. Like, let me, you know, switch it up. Like, you know, like I, I always wanted to do panels and more yeah. of these open discussions to where, all right, fellas, let's, let's have a talk. Like for real, for real, ladies, let's have a talk. Hey, this is a safe space, but everybody's going to get their bars off and be honest, men and women. I'm That's here to set the tone and make sure everybody's right. Be respectful, but respectfully say your truth. Like we're not sugarcoating, we're not doing none of that. Like that's always the things I wanted to get into just because again, I feel like across the board, it's a lot of either or, like everybody's on their sides and, and with their crews. And it's like, I feel like, again, there has to be times where we have to meet in the middle and talk and put each other on game instead of seeing the other side do things that we may not like and we talk about it and, and get mad. If you're somebody that is forever F them, I don't care, and you roll like that, then that's one thing. But yeah. if you're somebody that does care for that change, whether it's within our people or other people, you to me, you can't be standing on the sideline getting mad at the folks playing in the game. Like you gotta jump in and try to do something unless you're truly, I don't care, that's them, it's F them for life and I'm good. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true because, you know, I, I hope that we move things forward when we work more collaboratively, when we kind of know that, no, no everybody's not going to have our opinions. Everybody's not going to have our point of view, but how can we really just kind of be, be there for each other, accept each other where, where we're at, mm -hmm. you know, and just move forward. Mm -hmm. And certain people too, you know, have used that even if you're somebody like you or I or others who love to meet and know new perspectives, some people are going to have certain things where it's like, I can't get jiggy with that. Like I can't even try to understand yeah. the type of time you're on. But I feel like that's just, I feel like that's the minority. Like it could be maybe 49%, but Hey, last time I checked 51% still the majority. Like, right. I still feel like most people have a viewpoint that is like, if you speak to them, you realize it's not as asinine and there's a potential chance to put each other on game to where even if you still respectfully disagree, it's still a productive talk and you didn't feel like you were talking to a wall. And yeah. I think those are the people that I want us to get more involved with and to get them in. Like, I'm not going to go crazy and be like, let's hear everybody. All <laughs> opinions matter. No, they don't. <laughs> I'm not going to all opinions or all lives matter. This whole thing. 
that's a certain extent. That's right. No, I, I, you know, I thank you so much for, for this. Um, would it be okay if I cut pieces of this and shared it? Online? Absolutely. Go ahead. Honestly, I'm gonna do the same thing too. Have this okay. like the warm up, the pregame. The warm up, right? Yeah. Because oh, totally I was like, I don't want to share too much. So, you know, but if yeah. there's, because you have more experience with, of course, editing magic. You know, um, so I'll definitely, however you want this, I could definitely uh, chop up, you know, two, three, whatever clips. I can make it a minute to two minutes. Let's make it for me. I mean, let's, you can make it like three, four, five minutes. It doesn't matter. I think on my end, it's more about education, what you think kind of like the highlights are. You send it my way too, because I'd love to have like just the raw video. But yeah, yeah, you cut it up as, as you see fit. Um, Cause for me, I think that just the ex- just everything that we talked about today, I think that, oh, people would just love that. They would yeah. just love your perspective. I, especially, I remember when you were, you were talking about listening to Tupac videos and Tupac interviews and how, and you, you know, that, all that stuff is really incredible. Um, so I would love to be able to share that with my community. Sounds good. That sounds like a plan. Absolutely.